0: today's podcast is presented to you by podgo podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from podgo i recently joined as a member and you can too apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience that that's podgo.co at podg dot co and also if you uh do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh, application thanks whisper to me your secrets show me your nightmares all cats are gray the dark dear whether or
1: not you dare
0: welcome to all cats are gray in the dark i'm your host april simmons this podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent sometimes sexual content and obscene language this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart hello
1: hello everybody
0: we're here to do Bonna's choice this week. We told y'all to send in your choices and only Bonna responded. But, hey. Oh, no, actually, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Chip, our friend Chip, said he wanted us to do one specifically about the Mississippi UFO sightings and stuff okay. like that.
1: Okay, we can do that one next time then.
0: Yeah. So, I haven't done that research yet. But, Bonna picked... The Hinterkaifeck murders out of Germany, which is a really interesting case. So, we're going to do that this week. And we're going to try to rush through the information because it's a lot of information. So, I'm sorry. We we will stop and give our opinion on some things. But we'll try to hurry through as much information as we can. And you're going to have to excuse my pronunciations again because this is German. I don't know German. Uh, so, the pronunciations are probably going to be jacked as usual. And, you know, I recorded an episode last night with my husband. He actually just voluntarily wanted to. Um, yes. So we did one about lycanthropy that's probably going to premiere next week. So the next episode, I it is a lot of bad pronunciations because it's it like is. stuff. It's stuff from like the, there's werewolf stories from like the 1500s and shit. I can't pronounce any of that crap. Okay. Like
1: seriously. It's <laughs> like, amazing though that it goes back that far in history.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it's been, werewolf stories have been around for a long time, and we have some really funny ones, and James is drinking during the whole thing, so. Oh, that makes it even better. Oh, yeah, no, it's hilarious, because we start talking about blood orgies, and it, yeah, because some of these stories, we, we realized that there was some common ground in those stories that we've never seen in any kind of werewolf pop culture, like any movies or anything like that. There's. A lot of cases of people talking about rubbing ointment on themselves to turn into a werewolf. It's we're like, what? <laughs> like, okay. What the hell? Like they're getting naked and rubbing ointment on themselves. I don't you know, okay. I mean it's just weird. I, I'd be down it's just that. weird. <laughs> so check that episode out next week. We're gonna it's 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 gonna be interesting. I haven't edited it yet though. <laughs> Uh, the Hinder- the Kaifek murders occurred on the evening of March thirty first, nineteen twenty two, in which six inhabitants of a small Bavarian farmstead, located approximately seventy kilometers or forty three miles north of Munich, Germany, were murdered by an unknown assailant. These six victims were Andreas Gruber, Casilia Gruber, their widowed daughter, Victoria G- Gabriel, Victoria's children, Casilia and Joseph which were seven and two, respectively, and maid Maria Baumgartner, who was 44. The murders are considered one of the most gruesome and puzzling unsolved unsolved crimes in German history. Strange things began to occur in and around the Hinterkaifeck farm, sometimes shortly before the attack. Like for months, like the previous maid that had worked there said she had been kept awake all night by footsteps coming from the attic. But she thought the house was haunted. Yeah. Yes. Um, she, whenever, whenever she went to check, there was nobody there. So she she said that she was constantly haunted by an unpleasant feeling of being watched all the time.
1: Creepy. Yeah.
0: It's like one of the, the, one of the, when when we did the episode about the, um, mysterious roommates or whatever, you know, when, when you find out you have a person living in your house or whatever, um, Andres Gruber found a strange newspaper from Munich on the property in March 1922. He could not remember buying it, and thus Gruber initially believed that the postman had just lost the newspaper. This was not the case, however, as no one in the vicinity subscribed to the paper. Just days before the murders, Gruber told the neighbors he discovered tracks in the fresh snow that led from the forest to a broken door lock in the farm's machine room. While this alone was not unsettling, it was the fact that the tracks did not leave back away from the house again that unnerved him. Around the same time, some of the family's house keys went missing.
1: Yeah. So these are you, the type you... of ghosts that like to hide things. If it is indeed ghosts, you know.
0: Well, I don't think it was a ghost. I don't they think it was either. Yeah. I mean, they all got killed. So, right. yeah. Um, later during the night, they heard footsteps in the attic but gruber found no one when he searched the building although he told several people about these alleged observations he refused to accept help and the details went unreported to the police according to a school friend of seven-year-old kazelia gabriel the young girl reported that her mother victoria had fled the farm the night before after a violent quarrel and only hours later had been found in the forest the family also repeatedly observed a man with a mustache standing at the forest edge, staring at the house, apparently observing them. Well, that's a little oh, bit worrisome. Okay. Like, why, yeah, like, why didn't somebody to do him. something about that? Right. Or maybe they just thought they were imagining things. Like, they're like, was that just a man with a mustache? Yeah, I mean, I could see me being that way. Like, did
1: yeah. I think? did I see what I think I saw? I would have chased after him. I'd have been like, "Hey, who the
0: fuck are you? What are you doing here?"
1: <laughs> on the
0: afternoon of March thirty first, nineteen twenty two, a, a Friday, the new maid Maria Baumgartner arrived at the farm. So this this the murders happen on the day that the new maid arrived. Can you imagine that oh, shitty wow. of luck? that shitty of luck that, that you bad, show up to a luck. new job and somebody murders the inho- entire household?
1: Yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty pretty bad luck there.
0: Maria's sister had escorted her there and left the farm after a short stay. She was most likely the last person to see the inhabitants alive. It appears that in the late evening, Victoria Gabriel, her seven-year-old daughter, Cazilia, and her parents, Andreas and Cazilia, were lured to the family barn through the stable where they were murdered one at a time. The perpetrator or perpetrators used a mattock belonging to the family farm, which is it's some type of farm implement. I forgot to look that up. I meant to. Maybe maybe you can Google it for me right quick. A mattock, M-A-T-T-O-C-K. So I don't know exactly what that is unless it's a you hand
1: it. tool. Yeah, it looks like a pickaxe. It's basically a pickaxe used okay. for digging, prying, and chopping. Yeah, and it says similar to a pickaxe. Yeah,
0: belong. It belonged to the family farm and kill. And the, it was used to kill them with blows to the head. The perpetrator moved into the living quarters where, with the same murder weapon, he killed Joseph, age two now sleeping Aww. in his bassinet and bomb gardener in her bedchamber. So they, the rest of them were lured into the barn and murdered there, and the baby and the maid were killed in the house.
1: Wow. I mean, why kill a baby? That baby can't point you out. You know, it can't be a witness. What the fuck? Leave the babies alone. I mean, don't kill anybody, but especially leave babies alone. I I know.
0: Four days passed between the murders and the discovery of the bodies. Now, here's where it gets even more creepy, because this motherfucker, they found proof that the motherfucker was just hanging out and living at the house before, like, after he killed them until the body was found. It's crazy. Okay. On April April 1st, coffee sellers Hans Shirovsky and Edward Shirovsky arrived at Hinterkaifeck to place an order, but nobody responded to the knocks on the door. And the window, they walked around the yard but found no one. They noticed that the gate to the machine house was open before they decided to leave because Ilya Gabriel was absent without an excuse for the next few days of school and the family failed to show up for Sunday worship. On Monday, April the 3rd, the postman, Joseph Mayer, was delivering the mail at Hinterkaifeck when he noticed that Saturday's mail was still where he left it and no one had been in the yard.
1: Um, But he didn't check like in the house or anything either he just yeah i mean he's the mailman
0: i guess he's the mailman he noticed these things but i guess he felt like he didn't necessarily have permission to search the place you know a similar albert hoffner went to koffert on april 4th to repair the engine of the food chopper he stated that he had not seen any of the family and had not heard and had heard nothing but the sounds of the farm animals and the dog inside the barn After waiting for an hour, he decided to start his repair, which he completed in roughly four and a half hours. In Groburn, around 2.30 p.m., when he met the daughters of the village guide, Lorenz Schlittenbauer, and told them that the repairs in Hinterkaifeck were done, Hoffner also told George Greger, the mayor of Wangen, about the ghostly emptiness of Hinterkaifeck. Around 3.30 p.m., Schlittenbauer sent his son, Johann and his, and stepson Joseph to Hinterkaifeck to see if they could make contact with the family. When they reported that they did not see anyone, Schlittenbauer headed to the farm the same day with Michael Pohl and Jacob Sigel. Entering the barn, they found the bodies of Andreas Gruber, his wife, Kazilia Gruber, his daughter, Victoria Gabriel, and his daughter, Kazilia murdered in the barn. Shortly after, they found the chambermaid and the youngest family member, Joseph,
1: murdered in the home. So, the bodies were there for, like, almost a week. Yeah, four days, yeah. ish
0: Inspector George Reingruber and his colleagues from the Munich Police Department investigated the killings. Initial investigations were hampered by the number of people who had interacted with the crime scene, moved bodies and items around, and even cooked and ate meals in the kitchen. The day after the discovery of the bodies, court physician Johann Baptiste Amulier, Amulier Performed the autopsies in the barn. It was established that a mat was the most likely murder weapon, though the weapon itself was not at the scene. Evidence showed that the younger Cazelia had been alive for several hours after the assault. Oh, jeez. That's Mm. terrible. Yeah. She had torn her hair out in tufts while laying in the straw. Aww. The skulls the skulls of the victims were removed and sent to Munich where they were further examined. The heads were kept in a justice building in Augsburg and were later lost, possibly destroyed in the allied bombings in World War II. On Saturday, April 8th, the victims were buried in the Waidhofen cemetery. The police first suspected the motive to be robbery and they interrogated traveling craftsmen, vagrants and several inhabitants from surrounding villages when a large amount of money was found in the house they abandoned this theory it was clear the perpetrator had remained at this farm for several days someone had fed the cattle and eaten the entire supply of bread from the kitchen and had recently cut meat from the pantry it was also possible that the perpetrator remained on site for a few days after this discovery neighbors also reported smoke coming from the chimney all weekend the wow, so they would,
1: stayed there, whoever Yeah, it was. they just still
0: stayed there, and I guess they had a really good hiding place.
1: Apparently.
0: The perpetrator would have easily found the money if robbery had been in the attention, but as it was, the money remained untouched. With no clear motive to be gleaned from the crime scene, the police began to formulate a list of suspects. Despite repeated arrests, no murderer has ever been found, and the files were closed in 1955. Nevertheless, le- the last interrogations took place in 1986 before criminal hop com- commissar? I don't, psh, I don't know what that means, but there are commissars in town? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's what it sounded like <laughs> to me. Um, now that song's going to be stuck in my head. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> that just reminded me just as a treat for next episode We quote from the windows to the walls in that episode of James. Yes, yes, we did. Um. Anyway, (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Um, I was like, I can't believe, like, of all the things we've ever done on the on the show, I was like, this is a new low for us to be quoting from the windows to the (laughs) walls in an episode. It's just a random thought I had. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry. My my tiny brain skips around a lot. <laughs> um, in all, more than 100 suspects had been questioned throughout the years, but none of the questioning ever yield, yielded conclusive results. In the inspection record of the court commission, it was noted that the victims were probably drawn to the barn by the restlessness in the stable, resulting in noise from the animal's. A later attempt, however, revealed that at least human screams from the barn could not be heard in the living area. This raises the question of why the four eldest members of the family went to the barn in the first place.
1: Hmm.
0: That is weird, right?
1: That's very strange. What lured them out there?
0: Something roused them.
1: Hey, can we pause this a second? I got somebody at the door for one second. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. I can't really pause, but, yeah, I'm going to um, let her go do that, and I'll keep talking, I guess. Um, the exact sequence of events could not be clarified without a doubt. There were only five pictures taken of the crime scene, two with the bodies in the barn, one of the dead maid in her chamber, one of Joseph's wrecked bassinet in Victoria's bedroom, and an outside view of the yard. The prints <laughs> were not secured. <laughs> A reconstruction based on the positioning of the bodies revealed that Victoria Gabriel was likely the first murder victim in the barn. Next was the likely elder, Cazilia Gruber, followed by her husband, Andreas, and finally Cazilia, Gabriel, and then in the house, the maid, and then Joseph. And well, I guess we'll just wait for her to come back, because obviously it's going to be too noisy for me to keep talking over that. Would love to know. You're, we're going to go over in just a minute. We're going to go over suspects. So I would love to know what you guys think about that. Love to know.
1: Okay, I'm back. Okay. Hopefully not my no. Sensei order.
0: Uh, mm, but. I went ahead and read another paragraph that just basically (laughs) was saying that they only had a handful of crime scene pictures and, you know, they're, but they still have a sequence of events that they assume happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And the assumption has often been made that the killer was already on the premises and inside.
1: Yeah, living in the attic or something, right? Because
0: of all the noises they kept hearing. Based on the stories Gruber had told his neighbors before his death, some of the evidence for this theory included shifted roof tiles and hollows in the hay. But these were later interpreted as possible hiding places for incestuous activities of Gruber and Victoria. This would explain why these irregular irregularities went unnoticed by Gruber, if he had in fact thoroughly searched the farm several times as he said he did. Okay. Yeah. More on that later. On the night after the crime, three days before the bodies were discovered, the artisan Michael Palakal happened to pass by Hinterkaifeck. He observed that the oven had been heated by someone. That person person had approached him with a lantern and blinded him, whereupon he hastily continued on his way. He had noticed that the smoke from the fireplace had a disgusting smell. This instance was not investigated, and there were no investigations conducted to determine what had been burned that night in the oven.
1: These are some terrible investigators. I mean, it was the 20s, but, I mean, there are no fucking Dick Tracys or Perry Masons here. I know. On April 1st at 3
0: a.m., the farmer and butcher Simon something. I can't, I can't even, that's a bunch of symbols. I have no idea. (laughs) On the way home near near Brunnen saw two unknown figures at the edge of the forest. When the strangers saw him, they turned around so that their faces could not be seen. Later, when they, he heard of the murders, he thought it might be possible that the strangers were involved. The fitter, Albert Hofner, was at Hendrick for several hours of repair work after the crime, but it was only questioned in 1925. Wow, well, they waited that long to contact this dude that was there wow. for like, oh, for hours and didn't discover the bodies.
1: Wow. Like, that's awfully weird.
0: His statement suggests that the perpetrator was back in the yard during the time of the repair. The doors to the house had been locked in. He had not met anyone, but he did hear the dogs barking inside. At the end of his repair, a dog was tied up outside, and the barn door was open. When the men discovered the bodies later that day, the dog was inside the barn, and the barn door had been closed again. In the middle of May, 1927, a stranger was said to have stopped a resident of Weidhofen at midnight. He asked him questions about the murder and then shouted that he was the murderer. Before he ran into the woods, the stranger was murderer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, this is weird that you just run into yeah, something. In- You're the murderer. <laughs> uh, weird. Okay. Now we're on to the list of suspects. Um, the husband of Victoria Gabriel, Carl Gabriel, Carl. Gabriel had reported, reportedly been killed in Arras, France, by a shell attack in December 1914 during the First World War. However, his body his uh, his, naughty, his body had never been recovered. <laughs> um, his body had never been recovered after the murders. People began to speculate that if he had indeed died in the war, he Victoria had given birth to Joseph illegitimately in her oh. husband's absence, so the two-year-old was not his kid.
1: Oh, um, that puts a little hink in it.
0: But two-year-old Joseph was rumored to the be be the son of Victoria and her father, Andreas, who had an incestu- incestuous relationship that was documented in court
1: and in uh, the village. What? Okay, this just took a big time left turn.
0: Yeah. Some theorized that Carl killed the family to seek revenge for, I guess, his wife screwing her own dad. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Um, although soldiers from his regiment testified to his death. Sorry, I had to take a second because the kittens are trying to get into my em- my empty salad bowl. Like, okay guys, there's not anything in it but some ranch dressing. Get over it. <laughs> um, still having to deal with constant it's like having two really tiny toddlers in your house destroying yeah. everything. Um, some days are great, and then some days I'm like, I need a break from you two. <laughs> like being a mother. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, I guess not really, but they're I guess they're similar in the fact that I just feel like I need a break from them sometimes. <laughs> but they're adorable. Um. Soldiers from his regiment testified to his death, and the police were inclined to believe them. This theory gained new nourishment over the years after people re- repeatedly reported that they had met Gabriel or could confirm that he had exchanged his identity with that of a fall, fallen comrade. Mm, oh, wow. The investigation of Gabriel did not turn up. A Clear motive why he would have to murder six people in cold blood. It seems unlikely that Carl would have staged his own battlefield death, desert the army, and then wander around yeah. Germany for a few years before killing the family. That's pretty far fetched. It is. With that said, some circumstantial evidence points towards Carl's wife being the primary intended target of the murderous rampage. Her vi- body received more damage than many of the others. She she and her mother were the only ones strangled and beaten. But Victoria was beaten much worse. So, obviously, she was an intended target. Um, I don't know if it was to gratify some kind of sexual need, maybe. That's one reason I could see, because she was the younger of the adult women. So, you know, like, I, I don't know. I can't really speculate there, it's, and I yeah. don't think it mentions whether there was any, the hell, I don't know, since it was the 20th, maybe they didn't even check for any sexual uh, evidence, you know, right. like whether there was any I, The, the way this or,
1: investigation went, I highly doubt that.
0: But it would seem more likely to me to be, if, if. Victoria's body received more damage than others, then that would be the first person I would want to check for any kind of sexual indicators on the body. Um, So, after the end of the Second World War, captives from the Schrobenhausen region who were released prematurely from Soviet captivity claimed that they had been sent home by a German-speaking Soviet officer who claimed to be the murderer of Hinterkaifeck. Some of these men, men later revised their statements, however, which just diminishes their credibility. So many theorize that this Soviet might be Carl, but because those that have claimed to see this man after his reported te- death testified that Gabriel had wanted to go to Russia, whether Carl lived mm-hmm. through the World War One incident can never be known for certain. And even if it could, there's no proving that he was the Hinterkaifeck killer. So there you go. Okay. Uh, um... And I'm gonna try to rush through the rest of these. There's another one, the the wife of Schlittenbauer, which is the one that was the one that initially like had found people them, go, right? yeah, I, that had people go search the property because they didn't weren't around. But apparently, she was believed to have a relationship with with Victoria and the father. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no. It was a he. Sorry, oh. he. It's Lorenz. I don't know yeah. his name. Lorenz. Um he had a relationship with Victoria and there was a rumor that he was the father of Joseph hmm. um, and so they basically suspect that he might have you know done something to her because he was a potential lover or whatever there's no real evidence to the 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 only real evidence they have is that he had a key to the house, like okay. he's the one that unlocked the house. From this is what I'm gathering from this, but he had made some strange comments and stuff, so that's why he's on the list. Is the the fact that he had a key to the house? There was a rumor that he was in a at least sexual relationship with Victoria, oh. and, and and may have fathered. I was going to say, was he the
1: was he the pappy? <laughs>
0: I don't. Who knows? This woman obviously gets around. She's. Apparently so. I mean, (laughs) she's sleeping with her dad and this neighbor guy. I don't. I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe I know why she got murdered. No, I'm (laughs) kidding, guys. That doesn't mean she deserved it. She does not. She deserved it. Um, the Gump brothers. Um, basically, Uh, yeah, that's another suspect. Uh, another one was, it was re- rumored that Adolf Gump, which, what wow, a name, what a right? fucking name, right? Um, he was rumored to be in a relationship with Victoria, but there was no evidence. Hmm. Um, but they could not rule him out because he actually, um... Contacted some like military people and tried to arrange an alibi for himself. So oh. that's weird. That's just weird within itself. But there's no other thing. There's nothing else really tying him to it. Um. Um. In 1971, a name woman named Therese wrote a letter citing an event in her youth. At the age of 12, she witnessed her mother receiving a visit from the mother of Carl and Andreas. The woman claimed that her sons from Saddleburg were the two murderers of of Hinterkaufek. She said Andreas regretted that he lost his penknife. And in fact, the mm-hmm. farm was demolished in 1923, and a pocket knife was found that clearly was not assigned to anyone. So the knife could have easily belonged to anybody, but so there's no real there's no real tie there. But just some woman yeah. said that that her sons did it. Uh, okay okay peter weber was a suspect was named a suspect by joseph betts the two worked together in the winter of 1919 and 1920 as laborers and they shared a chamber according to him weber spoke in the time of a remote farm named hinder kifek weber knew that only one old couple lived there with their daughter and two children it's likely he knew about the incest between Gerber and his daughter. Betts testified in a hearing that Weber had suggested killing the old man to get the family's money. When Betts didn't respond to the offer, Weber stopped talking about it. So that's suspicious, too.
1: That is suspicious.
0: Um, the former maid that worked there from November 1922, about September 1921, um, she suspected brothers Anton and Carl Bickler to have committed the murders. Um, they had helped with the the potato far, harvest and therefore knew the premises. Riger said Bickler talked to her about the Gruber family and Gabriel family. Anton reportedly suggested that the fa- family ought to be dead. Ooh. The maid also emphasized in her interrogation that the farm dog who barked at everyone never barked at Anton. In addition, she reported speech, speaking with a stranger through her window at night. The maid believed that it was Carl, the brother of Anton. She thought that Anton and Carl could have committed the murder together with George Siegel, who worked at Henner and knew of the family fortune. Supposedly, Siegel had broken into the home in November 1920 and had stolen a number of items, though he denied it. He did state that he carved the handle of the murder weapon when he was working at Henner Kaifak and knew the tool knew that the tool would be kept in the barn passage. Hmm. So that's another one. The Thaler brothers there's were also... There's so many. I know, there's... Lots of suspects with just not enough evidence on anybody. Yeah. The Thaler brothers were suspected also by the former maid. The brothers had already committed several minor burglaries in the area. And Roger said that Joseph Thaler stood at her window one night and asked her questions about the family, which she gave no answer. He claimed to know which family member was sleeping in which room and stated that they had a lot of money. He also stated that the Quayside... Had a lot of money. I don't know what that is. But I mean.
1: Wasn't it said that. Like no. There was a large amount of money left there. That nobody took money.
0: Yeah. Basically. But you never know. Maybe they were planning. And then. Maybe. There were. There was too many cops around. And and they could. Didn't get a chance to find it. Or whatever. Right. Because maybe they didn't find it. I don't. You know. But considering that they. Very poorly. Investigated. You know the the poor poor investigators themselves found the money. That seems unlikely. That seems unlikely. I guess. Um, Paul Mueller, author Bill James in his book "Man from the Train" alleges that Paul Mueller. Wait, what? Okay, Paul Mueller may have been responsible for the murders. They bear similarities to his crimes in the United States, including the slaughter of an entire family in their isolated home, uses of the blunt edge of a farm tool as a weapon, and the apparent absence of robbery i think are they talking about um the velasca murders no that's a no i think that that must be different that was in the
1: united states wasn't it
0: yes yes um but they think that it might have been because he yeah because he was a german immigrant that went to the u.s oh yeah yeah um, the 1912 murder of two families in a single night in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and a similar murder weeks afterwards a few hundred miles away in neighboring Kansas. Hmm. So was was, Hinter, was Kafek haunted and cursed by malevolent spirits? Some people actually believe that it was just a like a cursed ground type of thing, situation where this is just bad shit happens there, you know, like, um, yeah. So that's what some people actually believe. But also in order to prevent it from becoming like a tourist destination because they actually demolished it in 1923, they demolished the whole farm, but they actually turned up the murder weapon. What? The matic. The oh, matic wow. was used when they they the matic was on when they yeah. demolished everything up under some stuff it? i think it was up under some stuff in the barn area that is some terrible um, investigators i know it took
1: that many years later to find even the murder weapon wow
0: so that's just and there's all there's a bunch of like documentaries movies and books about this so you can look that up if you want um, to know more about it, but that's pretty much all we have. I went over, all, I just kind of skipped through, there's more detail on the suspects and stuff like that, but I kind of skipped through it cause we're on a time crunch and we're trying to okay. get, finished. um, I just find this case very, I, there's something ominous about this case to me because not only is it the fact that a whole family was murdered cause we've seen that a lot, Right. And then we've and then we've seen the cases of people having somebody living in their attic or their barn or whatever. But it's like those combined are just really fucking ominous to me. Like it is, yeah, it's I creepy. Think, um, when I was doing this research, I was just like, I constantly had that like horror feel, like that you know terrible feeling in my gut. Like this yeah. is something, and the fact that it was never solved and this person that did all of that just got away. Like, that is horrifying to me.
1: I agree. And it happens all the time, unfortunately. I mean, not like the murder of entire families, but people getting away with murder happens every single day all over the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else to add? No, I, uh, I had heard about this story, but I hadn't researched it like that. So that's all new and intriguing to me, especially such a huge list of suspects. Mm. And that, with all over a hundred suspects, you know, no one was ever tried for it.
0: I mean, yes. I, part of me wants to lean into the whole, like the best suspect would be her dead husband, I guess. But i you know, there's no,
1: I want to go with like the Gump brothers. Yeah, I just something I just, about them.
0: It would make for a much more interesting story if it were the dead. Yeah, husband. it would.
1: Yeah, yeah, it absolutely would.
0: I mean, it's just like what. I mean, it, it, overall, it's just an interesting story in, a, in all because it combines, like, all these horrors from multiple other stories put together in one right. big-ass scary
1: story. You <sighs> I know? mean, you got, you're got you killing elderly people. You're killing middle-aged people. You're killing a child and a baby. You know, yeah, it's it's just horrific. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the, I'm going to go ahead and do some shout-outs for this week. Uh, shout I'm gonna do the same ones as that I'm gonna that are gonna be in the next episode because I just want to emphasize this. Check out Voices for Justice. It's about a case, you know, the case of Alyssa Turney who went up came up missing in the early 2000s, um, and it's run by her sister, and the main suspect is her dad, um, cool. and they just arrested him. Really? So she she actually made a difference. Her combined with everybody bugging the crap out of the police department to keep on this case and everything. She's actually made a difference in her sister's case and her That's dad. That's so
1: amazing. I'm so glad editor. that he was finally arrested.
0: Yes, he was arrested like two days ago. And I'm so, I cried That's when I heard. I cried. I cried for her because I know you've you've
1: been keeping up with this case forever. I remember. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everybody knew it was the dad. I mean, everybody knows that the dad did something to her. Yeah, because he was the one that picked. He picked her up from school, and
0: then she vanished. Right. Like what? He picked her up early from school, like around. I think it was around lunch. I can't remember exactly, but he picked her up from school early, and then she just vanished without a trace. Yeah.
1: like what the hell and he claims
0: she ran away from home such but...
1: bullshit everybody knew that that wasn't the case
0: yeah and also i'm also going to throw out there because i i've been binging this for the past couple of days david tennant does a podcast
1: yes. with yes
0: i've been listening to that i love i love it i just love his, i am I just really interested
1: to, to uh See the new show that he's doing where he plays a murderer, David Tennant. Have yeah. you heard about that? Um, no. It's called Des, I think De Dim Death. I can't remember. There's a trailer for it, but he he basically plays a serial killer, and I'm yeah. super. I'll probably ready check that out. That.
0: Yes, but the I recommend the podcast. He just does. He has conversation with fellow celebrity friends nice. but it's really um laid it's laid back and i just love listening to his accent so yes. i'm just like i don't even care who the guest is or, yes. or what they talk about i could just listen to his voice all day i completely <laughs> agree okay well i'll let you go because you gotta do wifely wifely duties and yes. i gotta take care of baby kittens anyway
1: <laughs> all right have a good one everyone talk, until then talk so hard, hard. Everybody. do you like it deeper harder wetter i do and full of sexy racy language i do pelvic sorcery is two southern redheads discussing their own personal experiences in the bedroom <laughs> and all the terrible advice they can possibly give on the subject of sex and relationships listener discretion is advised it is